0: Percy, we often hear from pastors here on the program and their stories of being cancer patients. Why do you think it's so important to hear from these folks about their cancer journey?
1: Well, quite frankly, Wayne, for many reasons, there are misnomers that people have about pastors being exempt, you know, and bulletproof, and, Mm -hmm. you know, because of their faith or because of their calling, because of their anointing. Uh, And that, you know, at the end of the day, we need to understand that pastors are real people and they struggle and they have to be confronted with the same challenges and issues that all of us struggle with. And so in hearing pastors tell their story from their perspective, uh, I think it's helpful and it helps to humanize them yes. also at the end of the day. And I think we need to listen and hear more from this particular conversation of a pastor that's going to tell us some really candid things about her journey.
0: We'll get to it in just a moment as you listen. The following program is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. The information discussed during this program is not medical advice. Be sure to talk to your medical doctor for information and advice relating to your health. Very happy to welcome you to this week's program of Health, Hope, and Inspiration. I'm Wayne Shepherd here with Reverend Percy McRae, Pastor P, Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Today, Fear Was Not an Option is the title of our program, and we will hear from a pastor.
1: We will, greetings and salutations to everyone. And I think it's important that we continue to hear from pastors who are on uh, the journey of cancer and, and working through that. It humanizes them, and helps us to understand just as Jesus said, that uh, they are touched by the feelings of our infirmities as we are. And it helps us to kind of see faith and action from people who are spiritual leaders that then potentially can empower and help us along the way. So we're gonna have a very compelling conversation today from one pastor who is on fire for God.
0: (laughs) You may be listening today because a friend inviting you to listen to our podcast. If you've not subscribed, you can do that easily at our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com. You can also do it from various podcast platforms like Apple Podcasts, whichever way you choose. We'd love to have you subscribe and listen each week to Health, Hope, and Inspiration. We offer free resources each week. This week, How to Face Cancer with Boldness. We'll say more about that in a few moments, but go to our Mm -hmm. website, healthhopeandinspiration.com. Percy, we also pose questions to our listeners because we learn from each other and we share these experiences with each other. So by posing these questions and hearing your responses, it helps other listeners. So this week's question. Have you ever known a pastor who had cancer, and how did them sharing their story impact you? So it fits right in with what we're going to hear from our guest here today. Have you ever known a pastor who had cancer, and how did them sharing their story impact you? Answer at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Click on connect to type in your response. Percy, thanks for posing these questions each week, and we thank our listeners for responding. We do. We want to hear from you. We need to hear from you. And so continue to reach out to us and share your thoughts,
1: your responses as we continue to go forward. And we will read them as we have time and opportunity. Speaking of, uh, we have a former question that was asked on a previous show uh, and the question that was asked have you ever received an encouraging word from someone that was a difference maker for your situation and if so what was it and the response came from Slidell, Louisiana very familiar with this part of uh, Louisiana right Are outside you? of a uh, yeah very uh, right outside of New Orleans right across oh, the bridge never been there yeah so yeah yeah very nice town and the response was this One day at work, a very quiet coworker of mine saw that I was in distress over unresolved issues in my personal life. And one day asked if she could take me to lunch. And at that lunch, she shared with me her struggles with a similar situation she was addressing years ago and how she was eventually able to resolve and overcome uh, its associated uh, challenges. Her willingness to share her struggles with me gave me a tremendous lift of encouragement at my lowest point to remind me that at the end of the day, I was not the only one dealing with this issue Hmm. and furthermore reminded me that God knows and God cares for each
0: one of us intimately and has not abandoned us. How about that? Oh, that's a great response. Thank you so much for sharing that. Encouraging experience with us, mm. and, and you know what? Mm. There's someone who gave, and someone who uh, who received the the encouragement. So maybe we could be the giver. Maybe we could take the that person to lunch and uh, encourage them, huh?
1: Absolutely. We have our, I tell people all the time. We probably drive by live next door to and work with more ministry than we ever attend on a Sunday
0: morning. That's true, I had never thought of it that way. Mm -hmm. Well, again, you can answer this week's question at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Let's get started with a scripture passage before we hear from our guest.
1: So with that, Proverbs, the third chapter, verses 25 and 26, and oh, how this is going to set the stage for the tone and the temperament and the attitude of this pastor. Found uh, again Proverbs 3 verses 25 and 26, and it reads as follows Be not afraid of sudden fear, neither of the desolation of the wicked when it cometh, for the Lord shall be thy confidence and shall keep thy foot from being taken. And this is going to establish the disposition and the attitude of this woman of God.
0: We'll meet our guests in a moment. If you are concerned that you or someone you love may have cancer, consider reaching out to Cancer Treatment Centers of America for personalized diagnostic services. Cancer Treatment Centers of America is a national oncology network of hospitals and outpatient care centers that treats the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Visit our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com, and then click on Sponsor to learn more about Cancer Treatment Centers of America or contact a member of the team with questions about your diagnostic and treatment options. The phone number is 866-712-HOPE. 866-712-4673. Cancer Treatment Centers of America uses a patient-centered approach and a wide range of technologies and techniques to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com.
1: Well, hey, 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 it's me. I'm back, Pastor P., uh, with another compelling conversation with another cancer patient. And in this particular case, uh, we are going to talk to a pastor, a woman of God who is out on the front line, the declaring the goodness and the glory of, of our Lord and our King. But she's also a cancer patient. That's right. You know, if you've been listening to this show over any several years, that we, we talk to many pastors who are also battling and fighting the good fight of faith As pertains to cancer. Just because we're in the ministry, just because we're called and anointed and have an assignment, does not mean that we are exempt from the same trials and hardships as everyone else. And so today, uh, we're gonna bring to the microphone. Pastor Tara McNair, she is actively treating right now, receiving chemotherapy, diagnosed uh, originally back in August of 2021. And at the time of this recording, she is still under uh, active treatment uh, with endometrial cancer today. Welcome to the show, Pastor Tara. How are you, my dear?
2: I'm doing pretty good, Pastor McRae. Thank you so much for having me on. Oh, listen.
1: (laughs) Well, I got to tell the story because you reached out to me, uh, you know, typically... Uh Typically, most of the people that I talk to because I I have access to so many cancer patients within the purview of Cancer Treatment Centers of America, where I've been employed and deployed now for the last, you know, 25, 26 years. And Uh. as a result, uh, I typically interview uh, those patients out of that community. But you have been a faithful listener of Health, Hope, and Inspiration. And you reached out to me and sent me. Uh, An email and said, thank you for the work that you do. And then you sent me a video that you posted for the new year uh, talking about uh, your reflections and and how and where you're located and where you're going as a cancer patient. And it just moved me to such a degree. I said, I got to reach out to her. I need to talk to her. And when and when I did. Uh, we had a shouting good time on the phone, and I said I got to get her. <laughs> yes, we I got to get her on the show. So, for those that are listening, uh, I do and am willing to interview those uh, who treat for cancer elsewhere. Uh, again, as long as the conversation is relative uh, to what we do here at Health Hope and Inspiration, and so you Amen. graciously agreed to join us. How are you doing, my dear?
2: I'm doing good today. I'm doing very good today, okay. and I'm. Uh, Glad to be in the service of the Lord, because you know, that means He's
1: got to take care of me. That's that's right. <laughs> that that hey, where He leads, He provides. I tell people that all the time. Also, before I forget, uh, you pastor a congregation uh, in uh, called Fountain of Life Global Christian Ministries. Uh, your physical address is twelve twenty one Willow Park, California. I'm sorry, Menlo Park, Men. Low Park, California, excuse me. And yes. and your website for your virtual services is beencouraged.net. Beencouraged.net. Yes. And you also can be found on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, uh, Pastor Tara McNair. So with that, let's talk about your journey, my dear. You've got a few things that you want to talk about, and I got a few things I want to ask you. First and foremost. Okay. Uh, All right. Let's talk about the day that you were told that you had cancer. Where were you and how did you feel when you heard the words you have cancer?
2: All right. Extra- an extraordinary day uh, uh, during the summer. I had just so happened to uh, for the last uh, since 2009, have been uh, doing a very vigorous youth uh, jobs program. And in the midst of that, I had. I had some challenges with bleeding. I, I I called myself the woman with the issue of blood, but I had been going along with it and wow. just, you know, going forth and that program is so vigorous that it was just a matter of uh, uh, you You just do what you got to do, right. you know, and you, you better be on top of it because you got all these kids that you're responsible for and then a team of college students. Well, anyway, this was graduation day uh-huh. when I got the call okay. uh, and we were uh, all set and ready. I was on the platform already and had handed my... Uh, my telephone to the sound guy who was going to use music from there through Bluetooth. My niece handed him the phone and he stopped us uh, and said, uh, your phone is ringing and my niece grabbed it and handed it to me and it was the doctor and she called I'd say three five minutes before it was time for me to to welcome people. Wow. And She didn't want to tell me when I told her where I was. The doctor and I said, No, just go on and give it to me now. Give it to me. And so she reluctantly did, and we agreed to talk later that evening. So I found out, and then within uh, I quickly shared that with my, my niece, who is a prayer warrior uh, who works with me and in ministry. And uh, I, you know, it was just, it's time to go on. It's time to get on, get on, because I've got to get these kids uh, fired up and ready to present themselves to the general community. And so I was. It was a uh, (laughs) that was a challenging time and a challenging moment. But God was so with me Uh that no one who knew me except for my niece in that vicinity. And there were probably, you know, about 40 kids uh, there and about uh, maybe 80 adults, maybe not quite that many. And no one knew that anything had just transpired.
1: Well, how how uh, poetic, if I can use that term. Uh, I've been in the ministry almost 30 years now and, you know, doing what I do specifically with cancer patients for uh, 26. And what um, I have learned historically, particularly about uh, the servants of God who are out on the front line, uh, number one, as I stated in the introduction, we are not exempt uh, from the same trials and tribulations of those that we serve, and that we inspire, and that we lead. And number two, typically, in many cases, while we're in the middle of serving God's people, we also have to manage, have you know, the bandwidth to deal with our own dynamics. We don't necessarily have time to get off the court and and sit on the <laughs> sideline and say, well, That's you know, right. I, you know, we 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 we've got our shovel in our hand, we're digging a ditch, you know, we're chopping the wood that God asked us to chop. And that certainly was the case for you. Amazing when I hear that. Absolutely. Yeah. And so with that, then um, I guess my question would be once you, you know, once you came down off the mountain, you know, uh, you know, leading God's people and you were able to kind of decompress and and have a moment to kind of, you know, digest that. uh, What what was your initial reaction or thoughts when you were able to kind of clear your head and you, you weren't standing in front of the people being told now that you have cancer?
2: It was a there was a relief, I guess, first in knowing yeah. exactly uh, what 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 is going to trans what's going to go down right now. Right. right. And uh, I knew that the the doctor was going to uh, engage me with some facts and some other things later that evening. So I sat in my recliner chair, and most of the thoughts that came to my mind, if not all of the thoughts, were scriptural. I said, you know, I said, I began to confess even then, you know, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. I said, you know, they they may form, but they're not going to prosper. It's not going to prosper. I don't know how God is going to do this, but I know that I know that I know that he is going to see me through. And that was the attitude when the phone rang at home that that's where I was. I had literally... Talked myself, mm. or scripture, scriptured, if that's a verb, <laughs> of myself into being so ready to have that conversation as to next steps and all that with the with the uh, with the doctor that uh, really kind of amazed her. Yeah. Uh, I, and, and and what amazed me more than anything else, even after I had had that conversation, was that I did not experience. The spirit of fear.
1: Praise God.
2: As so many have, and um, uh, and because I have, you know, as as a pastor, you walk people through these kinds of situations, and and I had also recently lost my sister, Uh, and and that was a tremendous journey, and it was cancer at the core of 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 what took her out of here, and uh, so having that experience under my belt, that's kind of where that part of my journey began.
1: Stand on it. I can certainly understand that. Having said that, then you, you 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 get, you know, you hear that news, you transition, and it's now time for you to take some action. You decided to do something because you're still, as at the time of this recording, actively treating. Uh, you know, you, you sought out uh, clinical care. Were you conflicted ever with uh, making the decision to seek clinical care while also leaning in on your faith and trusting God? I was simply in the, uh, I was
2: simply a person that did not know enough. And so I began to consult people because I needed the, you know, I, I, I believe that I, I needed knowledge. I knew that I needed more. Right. And so I consulted a couple of people. And one thing that turned it around in terms of, because after I did the surgery, now that was a, a, a no brainer, you know, and I knew that was in the perfect will of God but when it came to the point where I had to decide on the uh, the chemotherapy, mm-hmm. then, uh, then it began, okay, what do we do now, right. God? And uh, so again, I consulted uh, people, and one of the things that a, a very special person in my life uh, uh, shared with me is she said, Ask make sure that of the questions that you ask your doctor be sure to ask him if he would recommend this treatment for his mother. Yeah.
1: Good question. And
2: when I had that uh that conversation with him I believe it was a video call after we had had in person uh, several in person it came out of his mouth the exact answer to that question came out of his mouth without me asking him the question. It even unnerved him for a minute okay it was almost like oh, oh where did that come from why yeah. did i say that but it was the confirmation <laughs> that said go forward <laughs> Amen. with this chemo because this must be in god's plan well for
1: my life yeah i'm 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 excited to hear that because number one uh it it, it reaffirms exactly what i believe um any believer should do when they engage the healthcare process is you know sit down and have a a conversation talk with uh, family and friends, those who, you know, you trust, who have the wisdom of God, the spirit of God, obviously. And then, you know, from there, uh, I think the million dollar question was, you know, would would you recommend this to your mom? I, I love the question <laughs> direct to the point and personal. And uh, with that being said, uh, I salute you with regard to having that type of presence of mind in that regard. You you start your clinical Praise pathway God. and you, yes. you you have your surgery, as you stated Uh, And then uh, and you're actively receiving chemotherapy even right now Uh, today. You're moving forward uh, and, you know, you're you're working through the day to day dynamics of that while you're walking and holding on to your profession of faith. How have uh, how has it been uh, ministering to your congregation and particularly in the beginning having to tell your congregation that you had cancer? How did they react to that?
2: It was a it was a challenge. I'm sure for a lot of them, but I do so much one on one that uh, that made it uh, that made it easier for the ones that are newer to the faith to be able to digest. You know, they'll call me with a a question or they'll uh, 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 need prayer or whatever. And I use those as opportunities. Initially, the only people that knew were my intercessors you know, by the people that were the closest to me yeah. uh in that regard. And I made sure that they were praying and I took time even with them to make sure that they understood that I was okay, that I was standing in faith. And I shared with them. I said, you know, I talked to them quite frankly. I said, I don't know. Maybe it's not wrong with me. <laughs> so we, we laughed about that and, and, and I shared with them that we just don't walk weak, just gonna walk This out and see what the Lord will do, you know, and I I was able to share with them also earlier uh, before the surgery that um, uh, that uh, uh, I had begun to have these uh, night uh, meetings with the Lord. And and with those meetings with the Lord, because I always talk about Him meeting me at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> uh, you know, <clears throat> His favorite time for a, a one-on-one. Uh-huh. And 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 he, we began to really uncover some things that might have been going on in my life. It was another layer removal time because I believe He does things in layers.
1: And I and, and that's exactly where I want to transition because you bring up a great a point that I think is important. And I talk about it a lot. I've taught it. I preached it. And I've, I've witnessed it with people that in many cases for various different reasons, a cancer journey, because it's mental, it's emotional, it's physical and it's spiritual, uh, brings individuals to a place of, 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 of confrontation about themselves, about dynamics. Maybe that, that still may be unresolved, uh, Mm -hmm. good or bad. Uh, Yes. elements of things that bubble to the surface that the spirit of God as you said at at that you know uh meet me at, mm-hmm. at 3 a.m mm-hmm. in the morning you know we're gonna have a conversation because see God can't nobody talk to you like god can at 3 a.m in the morning baby can't that that's a conversation right there because he's got your undivided attention ain't nobody ain't nobody else in the room and you ain't got nowhere else to go <laughs> Uh, that I think becomes very crucial. Uh, one of my segments that uh, will be coming out later on is around uh, cancer oh, yeah. can cause self-reflection to give people the opportunity to reflect and to and take evaluation and assessment of who am I? Where am I? What's going on in my life right now? What adjustments do I need to make? What, what does this all mean for me in the grand scheme of things? Mm. And typically what comes out of that meeting are unbelievable revelations and aha moments that God Mm. wants you to gain that will propel you to another level of activity, ministry, and purpose. Sounds like that that was the case for you.
2: Yes, absolutely. And and I'm always very transparent uh, with my congregation. I tell them all the time that uh, transparency is the first thing that the Lord Uh. told (laughs)
0: <laughs>
2: and I had to go deep and, and yep. pull up everything. So I was accustomed to him and I knew that he did yeah, things in layers, absolutely. but I thought I was pretty clean. You know what I'm saying? Particularly, particularly in the areas of uh, uh, unforgiveness and, 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 and unforgiveness, yeah. I'll say. And he began to reveal to me some unfinished business that needed to, to take place uh, in me and some people that I still yet needed to forgive.
1: Well, you know what's interesting about this, Pastor, and this may may strike some a little off-putting, but it has been my experience, and I believe we have scriptural reference uh, to help validate the principle here. Uh, God certainly did not give you cancer. He doesn't give us cancer. But what oh. God is, God is an opportunist. And God allows <laughs> things in our lives that helps to perpetuate, number one, the building of our faith, as we know the scripture yes. tells us. Yes. But number two, to also expose the hidden things of the heart that, yes. you know, even though it doesn't make sense to us, that 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 may be the route that was necessary to to get to that point. And I've had hundreds, thousands of cancer patients when they got on the other side of their treatment and their care and their four years, five years, seven years, nine years down the line after treatment would say, you know what, Reverend, when I got cancer, I would have never signed up for this. I would have never volunteered for this journey. But now that I'm on the other side of this process, it was the best thing that ever happened to me in terms of my, my priorities. Uh, my relationships, in some cases relationships that I needed to quit, some relationships I needed to begin, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Renewed emphasis on things that I never thought were possible and to your point, uh, without fail almost, without fail almost, Pastor, mm-hmm. is the issue of forgiveness of things that may yes. have transpired either from you to someone else or vice versa. And there is actually some clinical data uh, that helps us to understand the the potential dynamic and effect of forgiveness clinically, because what it does is that it can, it can create stress and stress yes. is can be correlated with cancer acceleration. And so the point here is we know it's biblical, but we also understand that there could be potentially a clinical correlation with regard to not addressing issues of forgiveness. But whatever the dynamic may be, God is an opportunist and God will use anything that's not nailed to the floor to get Uh our attention and to address (laughs) things with us. So I appreciate your transparency with regard to that. Well you're you're yes. still on your clinical journey and I and I yes. would assume that your clinical experience has been favorable and that is a good thing correct Yes Okay Yes This is uh
2: I just completed uh the the fourth uh round the fourth round of the chemotherapy Okay therapy and and it's it's been the way God is using it you know uh even at the infusion centers huh. He will literally Hand select those who come to take care of me, Praise and God. there have been many occasions yeah. when I'm in there when I've had the opportunity to minister to the one who came to, Amen. Uh, Amen. To, uh, to to be my to serve me to be in that goodness. capacity. Yeah. yeah, and I and I love I love that. Nothing is more, nothing is greater than being used of the Lord in those yeah. kinds of settings that can be otherwise, you know, emotionally. Yep. Uh, allergy you know but he takes he takes the focus off of off of you <laughs> and and we flip instantly <laughs> you know we're programmed bastards are programmed instantly yeah. you know you could be sitting there like in virtual ag- agony or so sleepy from what is that the drill or whatever that that usually not I remember one time I knew, I, I, instead of knocking me out I went straight up awake
1: because Man. the RN I could tell instantly Need it to hear from God. Well, what's interesting is we often will tell. Well, in the beginning, you know, we said, "Lord, use me," but we but we always want to tell God how to use us, and we don't get to tell Him how, or when, or under what set of circumstances that He for Him to use us. And you are exactly right. Pastors are programmed to do what pastors do, and so with that, uh, I thank God that that you are you are doing what God has given you giftings and gracings to do. With that yes. being said, and and man, our time just flies. In the closing, what <laughs> minute that I have here, uh, you're you're on your path. You're moving forward. Yes. Uh, you're you're receiving clinical care. You're pastoring your flock. Uh, you're doing you're doing all the things that you were before and while being uh, told that you have cancer. What is uh, one thing that continues to drive or fuels your hope? Oh man, it's just so it's
2: exciting to me because it it's what it, what this is doing is it's making me want to be a better teacher. I know this is equipping me to help people in a way uh, I would not otherwise have been able to help them. Mm-hmm. And so I stand now on that scripture in Psalm one eighteen, uh, verse seventeen, that says, "I shall not die, but live and shall declare the works." and recount the illustrious acts of the Lord. Mm. So in everything that, that transpires going forward, I'm excited about what I've learned and how I might transmit that mm. to the people I'm going to come in contact with. And that's like getting all fired up to be ready to teach, to preach, to, to, to show, to do whatever God wants me to do. I'm on fire literally to be able to even do more than I've already done and to let people know how good how loving how just tender yes. this god is he's the, the ultimate one that can set you up <laughs>
1: <Hallelujah>. <laughs> so with- that you can do all that he wants you to do well with that that's all it needs to be said today folks you have heard from the woman of God who is on fire as the as the young kids say fire she is on fire or on fire for whoever the demographic is in the audience that uh, is listening today you have heard from Pastor Tara McNair she is uh, the senior pastor at Fountain of Life Global Christian Ministries at 1221 uh, Willow and in Menlo Park California uh, she can also be contacted on um, uh, at beencouraged.net be Uh, She's on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. If you're in the California area looking for a church, uh, reach out to Pastor. uh, Get on one of her virtual services, and uh, I believe that you'll be blessed to doing so. And she is standing and trusting and believing God as she is still actively treating for endometrial cancer. She's receiving chemotherapy. But while she's getting infused, she's also given infusions. And so with that being said, (laughs) I want you to take that and run with it. And so love your Pastor. I love you thank to life you, love you too let's stay in touch and uh we'll yes. talk again real soon take care
2: all right god bless
0: you thank you to both our guests and to pastor p for bringing the interview to us here today. The interesting thing is that she contacted us as a listener with her own experience
1: he did and so I was grateful for that and she reached out and uh, I said, let's get together and talk. And we did. And I said, you'd be perfect for the show. And she was very excited. So thank you to
0: all of the faithful listeners of HHI. Continue to reach out to me with your stories if you feel compelled. Absolutely. We'll talk more with Percy here in a moment. Have you ever wanted to find answers to your cancer-related questions? With Cancer Center for Alexa, now you can. The Cancer Center for Alexa skill is a voice-activated question-and-answer tool it empowers users to ask Alexa questions it may have about cancer or services available at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. This skill can answer over 800 questions on more than 40 different cancer types, symptoms, risk factors, and treatment options. To access it, you or anyone you support can simply say, Alexa, enable Cancer Center to any Amazon smart device. You can also access this tool on any smartphone by downloading the Alexa app, the Cancer Center for Alexa skill. Well, our thanks to uh, the pastor for sharing her experience with us here today, Percy. We learned from each and every guest just something a little different about their cancer journey.
1: Yeah, Pastor McNair was a a unique personality. She was uh, full of enthusiasm and fire for the Lord and the work of his people and you know the big takeaway for me and again this is not uh anything other than what's unique to each cancer patient's experience and we say that all the time each journey is unique to them mm-hmm. she said that she never experienced any fear she said she just did not allow that uh to come inside of her consciousness and she actually joked about she said maybe something's wrong with me that i'm not experiencing <laughs> any fear but i'm just not fearful of this situation and as she had a long standing issue uh that needed to be corrected that had some very visceral impact and effects upon her. She said, I just never was afraid. And and she just plowed through the process. And she continues to do so even as we speak at the time of this recording uh, with her ongoing treatment.
0: Our resource is a great follow-up to the conversation we heard, How to Face Cancer with Boldness. Uh, That's really Mm. her story, isn't it?
1: It is, and that's the reason why we associated this particular resource for this particular show, because that she epitomizes that disposition and attitude. And though there may be those who may feel like they can't do that, we want to encourage you that potentially you can uh face cancer and be bold about engaging and confronting it as you stand in the power and the might of the Lord. The Bible says that our weapons of warfare are not carnal, but they are they are spiritual mm-hmm. and pulling down of strongholds and that we continue to stand in the presence of our God and our Lord who fights our battles on our Amen. behalf.
0: Amen. Indeed. All right. Well, the website to download the free resource or to answer this week's questions, the same website, com. You can also subscribe to this podcast at that website, com. You want to take us back to Proverbs as we begin to wrap up now. Yes, sir. As we close,
1: uh, Proverbs 3, verses 25 and 26. Be not afraid of sudden fear, neither of the desolation of the wicked when it cometh. For the Lord shall be thy confidence and shall keep thy foot from being taken. This is the testimony of uh, Pastor uh, McNair, who stands boldly in the face of her cancer and declares that, that God is working with her, working around her, working through her, and that he is empowering her to believe that a better day is coming yet. And so we declare that to be true for you as well as you fight the good fight of faith.
0: Hang in there and continue to trust
1: and believe that the best is still yet to
0: come. What a great word of encouragement to end on here now. Thank you, Percy, and thank you, friend, for listening to Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Percy, God bless you. We'll talk next time.
1: Adios, amigo. I'll see you the next time. And until then, remember, we've got work to do, so let's keep chopping the wood. God bless. See you soon.
0: Thanks for listening to Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Hope and Inspiration is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, and Phoenix take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease while helping patients manage side effects and maintain their quality of life by using evidence-informed therapies like nutrition and naturopathic support, along with pastoral care, pain management, and other supportive care services. Treatments are tailored to each patient's specific needs. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources, or to contact our oncology information specialist about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, Our cancer experts use state-of-the-art technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com.